Look after your teeth and gums. Brush your teeth um, every, every time you wake up and at bedtime. You're listening to the cream of the crop with Cat's Cream. Only on 107.9 Cam Glen Radio. Meow. Yes, you are listening to Cat Gibson right here on Cam Glen Radio. Good morning. How are we all doing? Today I'm going to be talking to Caroline Graham and Morvin, who's coming in from Women's Aid, to talk to us all about Soul Sister. And the gig is taking place tomorrow evening at Nice and Sleazy up in Sucky Hall Street. It's an a cappella group and she's going to be telling us a little bit more about it. Later on, I'm also going to be talking to Gord McHugh of Clyde, Clyde, um, Kilbride Hospice about the work of the organisation and their fundraising activities as well. As Lowell is loads of great music and a forward throw over to the concert I'm going to later on tonight which is going to be Kai and Nadia at the Royal Concert Hall which I can't wait to see but let's kick off with this one it's Begin Again Jessie Weir Super Mom times three here we go
go, Jesse. We're there with a begin again. Jesse is, of course, the mum of three. Brand new album out called That Feels Good. The album's got a much more funk soul sound to it than our previous albums. She's also managed to juggle motherhood and her singing songwriting, as well as creating a a podcast which is called Basically Clear the Table that she does with her mum. She invites various different guests to come in and talk to her. So, Jessie Ware, begin again. Moving on then to another chart sensation. This is Ed Sheeran with Eyes Closed. I know it's a bad idea But how can I help myself Been inside for most this year I thought a few drinks they might help It's been a while my dear Dealing with the cards life dealt I'm still holding back these tears When my friends are somewhere else I pictured this year a little bit different When it hit February A step in the bar it hit me so hard Or how can it be this heavy Every song reminds me you're gone And I feel the lump form in my throat Cause I'm here alone Just dancing with my eyes closed Your voice, your music, your station. 
There you go. Just before the break there, you heard from Ed Sheeran with Eyes Closed. That is his 14th number one, ending the sort of stranglehold Miley Harris had on the chart with her breakup song Flowers. And this draws him level with Westlife and Cliff Richard for the number of one, number one singles he's had in the UK charts. We're now going to go and listen to Martha Fion. This is a brand new album due for release on the 30th of June. The title track is called Ringer and this is up next. Your music, your station.
silence me With your words of wagging tongue With your long tall tales of sorrow Your song yet to be sung I won't be offended If I'm left across the great Another angel die Watch another angel die You won't do well to darken me With your secrets and your lies With your piercing code of silence Relax Enjoy the ride I'll meet you by the river Or maybe on the other side You find it hard to swallow When you watch another angel die Watch another angel die So that is the band started in the 1980s with their first hit, Just Can't Get Enough. Their most famous song, of course, being Personal Jesus, which has been covered by the likes of Marilyn Manson and, of course, Johnny Cash. They've got a brand new album out and they are currently doing a European tour. Now, before that, you heard from Martha Fionn. She was one of the Scottish Album of the Year's nominees. And... The track, the album's called The Ringer. That's his first track from it. Inspired by the epic Carol King's You've Got a Friend. Album is due for release on the 30th of June. Now, the next track we're going to listen to is from Matty Collins and it's called Jenny. And it is the specialist pick of Rosalind Barkley, who does Making It On My Own here on a Sunday afternoon between 12 and 1. So here is Matty Collins singing Jenny. <laughs> the city when the night was gone Jenny girl you know you are so pretty that's why you cut me to the bone oh Jenny why did you go your own way 
here for a long time Been a minute since the good times rolled So I guess I was a fool for thinking That together we'd be growing old Oh Jenny, why did you go your own way? is an amazing medium. It can inspire, entertain, inform and connect people. This station, Cam Glen Radio, is run by a dedicated, passionate and committed team of volunteers and you can be one of those volunteers too. It doesn't matter if you're an experienced broadcaster or if you've never set foot in a studio in your life. We provide all the training and support that you need to do what you want to do. And it's a great way of making new social connections, learning new skills, expanding on your CV and just having loads of fun. So to find out more about volunteering with Cam Glen Radio, just email volunteering at healthynhappy.org.uk. There you go. Uh, before the break there, you heard from Matty Collins with his track called Jenny. If you like that, make sure you're listening to Rose Barclay Sunday afternoon right here on Cam Glen Radio, making it on my own between 12 and 1. Now, did you know that Action for Happiness is doing Active April? So Action for Happiness is an organisation that is set up to try and make just make us feel better about things, make us improve our mental health, get us moving more, being kind to each other, being kind to ourselves. And today's action is to take an extra break in your day and walk outside for 15 minutes. Now, I know it's a bit cold. I've already done my walk. I went down into the the scheme today to talk to all the dog walkers and see hello at the posty. He's become a new best friend. He keeps going, how far are you on your walk now? And I'm going, not far enough. Um, doing another year of trying to walk a thousand miles. Did it last year. I was so much further on than I am this year. I'm. If you see me out and about doing my miles, please come and sort of encourage me a bit because I'm doing really rubbish this year. Not, not doing it nearly as much as I should be. <coughs> so, I think since it is active April 
and I really like this one. This is Aloe Black and I Need a Dollar. Share your 
Ram Glen Radio. Community announcements. From Cross to Fern Hill. From High Cross Hill to Halfway. And across the southeast of Glasgow. This is Cam Glen Radio. 107.9 FM. Your local station. There you go. So that was Aloe Black there with I Need a Dollar. Now coming up, we're going to be talking to Caroline Graham and Morvin from Glasgow Women's Aid all about a gig that's happening tomorrow at Nice and Sleazy up in Sucky Hall Street. They're going to be telling us more about that. But to get us in the mood for this, let's have a little bit of Lady Marmalade. Yes, on my soul, sisters. Let me hear your flow, sisters. Hey, sister, go, sister, soul, sister, flow,
misdemeanor, yeah A little bit of Lady Marmalade by Christine Aguilera. I can't say her name. Pink. Little Kim and Maya from, of course, Moulin Rouge. We're going to be talking to Soul Sister very, very shortly. But let me get some community announcements completed. Cam Glen Radio. Community announcements. So are you interested in health, education, sport or science? Or do you want to work on your skills for work and life? A collaboration between Open Learn and South Lanarkshire Council means you can choose from over a thousand courses and learn for free. Classes run in Spring Hall Library on Crewican Road every second Tuesday. To find out more, email communities at southlanarkshire.gov.uk. Join South Lanarkshire Council's Ranger Service at Westburn Nature Reserve on Tuesday the 2nd of May at 10am to help with cleaning up and carrying out maintenance round about Westburn's Nature Reserve. Volunteers are to meet at the Birch Park entrance and will finish around half past two. Tea, coffee and biscuits will be provided. For more information, contact 01698 426 123. And that's all of your community announcements right here on Cam Glen Radio. So joining me in the studio now, I have two guests. My thanks to Caroline Graham and for Morvan coming in from Glasgow's Women's Aid to talk to me all about the Gaelic for Soul Sisters tomorrow night and nice and sleazy. So thank you so much, Caroline. It's lovely to see you. Um, I think Hello. I think you've been doing things like this for a while now, have you not? <laughs> doing things like this, yeah. Um, no, thanks so much for having us, Kat. I'm kind of wearing two hats today, so... Plug in the gig that we've got um, tomorrow night, mm-hmm. and it's Sisters of Soul, um, but we're also um, doing it as a as a wee fundraiser for Glasgow Women's Aid, as you said. So yeah, exciting. So tell me a little bit about the group itself. Um, so yeah, we, we we came from it started with four of us, um, and we all sang together in the Glasgow Gospel Choir. Um, which which had been going for about 20 years, actually. And it was ran by um, Liberian musician Jerry Bowie. He started a gospel choir in Glasgow, which was amazing. Um, but we side, decided to, to branch off and do our own wee thing. And um, sometimes when it's just um, women doing things, you get a lot more done. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we decided to do that. It was a group of friends as well. So we kind of did the wedding circuit with Sisters of Soul. So it was great. And then obviously lockdown um, came along and um, some of us had babies and got married and all that nonsense. Um, so when we kind of came back together after lockdown, we we, we broadened it. We, we opened it up to, to be a collective. So a Sisters of Soul Scotland Collective. Um, so we just kind of do, you know, we gigs here and there. We still do some weddings and things like that. Um, and how many are part of the group now? So there's there's nine of us, nine of us. Um, and, yeah, it's, I mean, we have a laugh doing it. We do soul, Motown, gospel, funk, jazz. Um, and this gig, doing something a bit different. We're doing club classics from the 90s. So that's... Uh, <laughs> Um, something a bit different, so yeah, we've really enjoyed it. Um, but one of one of the um, one of the I suppose the main aspects about it that that makes it really important. Um, obviously, it's good fun and everything, but that it is, it's just all women, um, and we like to keep it that way. Um, just just works well. 
Um, obviously, my other hat, I, I, I'm the training and development worker at Glasgow Women's Aid, and we're always um, open to fundraising. Um, we, we rely a lot on fundraising and donations at Women's Aid, which mm-hmm. Morven will tell you a wee bit more about. Um, so any opportunity, really, to, to get the, the buckets out and ask people <laughs> to, to empty their pockets. So, yeah. So that's tomorrow night at Nice and Sleazy. Um, doors open at 7. You can still get tickets on the door. Um, but, yeah, a bit, a bit good fun. Great. Fabulous. And, Morvin, tell us a little bit about Glasgow Women's Aid because I think I, the last time I think I spoke to anybody from Women's Aid must have been during lockdown when it was possibly the worst time to have been cooped up with somebody who's got a short fuse or mm-hmm. could be sort of even if they weren't being physically abusive could be sort of domineering or controlling what what's it been like working for an organization sort of post-covid mm-hmm. it's honestly it's such a brilliant organization the support that we see that we provide women with um you know it isn't just about safe refuge accommodation our support um is in a variety of outreach services too that support women in their own communities. Um, you know, we provide them with information so that they can make the choices that they want to make as well. Um, you know, our crisis support line, uh, women can phone us on 01415532022 from Monday to Friday at 9.30am to 4.30pm. And this is open for women to just talk to us. We're not there to provide relationship advice. We're not there to mediate. We're just there to provide support, to listen, and to make sure that the woman is safe. Mm-hmm. Um, but as well as our crisis support line, women can come in and they can speak to us. They can drop in. They don't need an, an appointment. Um, they can just come along and visit us. And as I said, we do support women within their own community as well. And part of that is um, our follow-on work too. Um, so when women are with us and they feel ready to leave our safe accommodation, um, we help them rebuild their lives um, and make that transition. Mm-hmm. One of the things I was interested or or thinking about is how easy is it to, particularly when you're talking about different communities, maybe different ethnic communities who regard things slightly differently, how is that dealt with within Glasgow's Women's Aid? Hi, hi, Kat. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that's a really good question. As Morvan was saying, a lot of our outreach service is with women um, who've maybe left the abusive relationship or may still be in the abusive relationship. So it can be very, very difficult. Um, we, th- There are specific organisations, especially specific women's aides who work um, with maybe uh, marginalised communities and hard, you know, harder to reach um, communities that, you know, obviously for, for women and children. Um, so yeah, it can be really, really difficult. Um, um, but we, I suppose, at Glasgow Women's Aid is just make it as inclusive and as accessible as possible. We, as Morvan was saying, our outreach includes peer support groups as well. So it's it's about women supporting women, and within you know that that kind of safe space, it's very much about women feeling comfortable, feeling that they can open up and they can talk about their situation with no judgment whatsoever, regardless of you know, religion, culture, whatever background they come from, you know, we support all women. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I was thinking about is particularly reality television talks a lot about you're gaslighting me and what gaslighting maybe means or or how that affects women. 
Yeah, I know that 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 term's used a lot, isn't it? Is that Love Island you're talking about? It's, well, <laughs> it's all these sort of programs, no, it's really, true. isn't it? And you know, it's it's kind of although like people we're all guilty of watching these god awful programs, but it's do you know what's good about it is it kind of highlights um, toxic relationships and abusive relationships and. Uh, I suppose it's a good point um, because gaslighting is a form of control, and it's it's you know when when we're talking about abuse, you'd said earlier, Kat, that yeah, there's, it's physical abuse, but it's very much recognising coercive control and gaslighting is absolutely a part of that, and we hear that term a lot. And just for anyone that doesn't maybe know, gaslighting is basically trying to distort someone's perspective, trying to make them feel that they're going crazy. So it might be denying that they've done something. It might be deflecting. It might be minimising what they've said, minimising the abuse. No, I never said that. You're too sensitive. You're a psycho. You're crazy. You need help. Um, so and it's quite often something that's that's levied at women is that you're overreacting. Mm, you're absolutely. too emotional. Oh, yes. And that's... But then... You know, when we're talking about, sorry, we're going off on a tangent here, um, but, you know, especially in society, the way women are perceived, you're absolutely right. Um, and it's about changing that narrative, isn't it? And it's about kind of taking that away about how um, kind of language and things are used, you know, when, when we talk about specifically women. Um, but absolutely, gaslighting is 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 something that I'm. At, it's it's a good thing that it's been used, and it's a good uh, the, the term you hear it a lot now. But I suppose these reality shows, for all the kind of you know, can be can be quite toxic. I suppose it is. It has highlighted. It's definitely highlighted um, looking at um, emotional and psychological mm-hmm. abuse as well as physical. Mm-hmm. I think because they they use the term so mm. they band it about like nothing on earth, you know. Oh, and I, know, I often yeah. feel that it's kind of, I feel it kind of minimizes what it actually yeah. is. Yeah. Because sometimes when they say you're gaslighting me, and you're thinking no, they're not. They're just <laughs> voicing an opinion. I suppose it's like anything, isn't it? Like you kind of a new buzzword or or a statement. You kind of, uh, and I suppose that's something that. Um, if I mean we do a lot of sorry, Morvan can answer something that Morvan was going to say about um, part of the outreach is uh, we do a lot of education and prevention work with with young people, and when we're talking about you know when we're talking about what gaslighting is, I suppose it's just about the education side of it, what it actually is. Um, but I, I, I suppose from our perspective, especially when we're supporting women and women are starting to open up about the abuse. Um, I think it can be a good thing for them to know about, you know, gaslighting because there's a lot of women who don't actually know, especially with emotional abuse, they don't recognise that it is abuse. But when they start to kind of open up and 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 share their experiences, that's when we can validate and and say that is absolutely mm-hmm. abuse. And the the most common sort of complaint levied at women is you're too emotional I can't talk to you about this because you're too emotional you mm-hmm. overreact mm-hmm. and of course it's again it's about sort of dampening, up, yeah, yeah. dampening mm-hmm. you down yeah. dampening down what, and that's, what you're yeah, feeling absolutely and and you know you know any, any I suppose anyone can can be um, a victim to that but unfortunately um, when we're talking about stats and we, we said earlier before we went on air it's one in four women unfortunately experience domestic abuse and um, the majority of of victims we, we tend to use the term survivors is women um, and it's in Scotland it's something like 87% um, 
of of cases from what well, was Police Scotland stats. Um, over 87% of, of victims were women and perpetrators being the men. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it affects anyone um, regardless of gender, but the facts and figures and the stats um, still very much high, highest are, are women, women, mm-hmm. women who are experiencing domestic abuse. And a, a, an old fact, it used to be that women used to, or, or there were more instances of it during certain football games. Yeah, are we no, still seeing yeah, things yeah. like that? I mean, that was that. Yeah, you're right, Cat. Definitely, especially west of Scotland, Glasgow, isn't it? Um, old firm, or you know, in that old term of wife beating, and I think even some alcohol was referred to as. Um, anyway, am I not allowed to say brands? <laughs> but there was a certain beers and things that were referred to as wife beaten beer or something like that awful yeah and 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 unfortunately that's a kind of myth that's that can be quite dangerous because it's then um you know if that's kind of perpetuated uh, then it kind of feeds the idea of um abuses caused by alcohol or or football team not when when, um winning but in actual fact we know that abuse within a relationship is is a power, it's the power and control and that imbalance of power and control. So whether that's done through physical abuse or whether that's you know after being drunk, it, it's it's still about that uh, that power and control. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, maybe if somebody somebody has a drinking problem or you know whatever. Um, I think there were more sort of uh, trigger points or ignition it, points. It can be like. trigger points, but what 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 we find um, with the women that we support is yeah they may say well it only happens when he's drinking or or on drugs or you know when he's stressed and mental health problems, um, but usually what we find is um, the, the controlling behaviours are there even when they're sober or that you know there's those patterns of controlling behaviours there anyway, mm-hmm. and it, it's definitely not the root cause of of abuse. Mm-hmm. And that's been quite, quite dark. So let's try and get it back to... <laughs> let's get to the... the Sisters of Soul to All right. <laughs> yeah, so, well, yeah. And, and, and I mean, I do a lot of the training and it does sound, sorry, Kat, I'm going on and on. But um, it, it can seem grim. But I suppose what we say, especially for women, and we support the children and young people as well that are experiencing it, that with the right support, they can, you know, they can get to a safe place and they can um, rebuild their lives as well so just to say with the right support um, and that's what we're there what we are there for and with the right um, fundraising and donations mm-hmm. um, which we are so appreciative of um, so if you come down tomorrow night to the gig um, you'll have fun but you can also donate and do do um um, help out Glasgow Women's Aid as well. And Club Classics. It's a touch and of Club nos- Classics, absolutely. A touch of nostalgia as well. So I always ask my guests to pick a track, and the track that we've gone oh. for is the Candy Statins. You've got the love. Radio is an amazing medium. It can inspire, entertain, inform, and connect people. This station, Cam Glen Radio, is run by a dedicated, passionate, and committed team of volunteers, and you can be one of those volunteers too. It doesn't matter if you're an experienced broadcaster or if you've never set foot in a studio in your life. We provide all the training and support that you need to do what you want to do. And it's a great way of making new social connections, learning new skills, expanding on your CV and just having loads of fun. So to find out more about volunteering with Cam Glen Radio, just email volunteering at healthynhappy.org.uk.
featuring Candy Stanton. My thanks again to both Morvin and Caroline for coming in to talk to us all about the gig tomorrow night. Sisters of Soul, nice and sleazy, Sucky Hall Street from 7 o'clock. Go and get your tickets at the door. You can also get in touch with Women's Aid if you need to. They've got their telephone number, which is 0141-553-2022. And give them a call if you need additional help or support. So, coming up, we have still got the talk that I'm going to do with Gordon McHugh with Kilbride Hospice, and we're going to be hearing more about this popular South Lanarkshire charity and the work that they do, and we're going to be hearing about their fundraising activity because all of the third sectors, with the cost of living crisis, with the reduced government funding, reduced local authority funding, are obviously looking for more people to come and support them so that they can generate funds to keep all of these activities and services going. Now, before we do all of that, I'm going to say a huge welcome to the world for our newest arrival of the Adams family, um, Brian and Karen. Baby Cody arrived just last week. So it's a huge welcome. And this is Jim Reeves. Welcome to my world. Welcome to my world. Won't you come on in? Miracles, I guess, still happen now and then. Step into my heart, leave your cares behind. Welcome to my world 
waiting just for you. Welcome to my world. There you go. Welcome to my world. That was, of course, Jim Reeves. But it's a huge shout out to Brian and Karen who've recently welcomed baby Cody into their world. Now, I don't know if you're aware, but the fourth, the fifth and the sixth years have all are either sitting or are about to sit their exams. Nat fives, hires, advanced hires, SVQs. And I know no one wants to study, but the effort that you put in now is going to make a huge difference later on. If you put that little bit of effort in now, Alexander, get off your Xbox and start studying because it's the final countdown.
huge shout out to all the fourth, fifth and sixth years as they get their heads down, hopefully, for these hires and exams that they're going and all the very best. If you've worked hard, you've got absolutely nothing to fear. Coming up next then, to take us up to the break, we've got Grind Away with Cryptic. Cryptic dialect, yo. Well, wake your next up. Uh, Must be that time of the year It seems every motherfucker's trying to grind in my gears At least they're trying but they're drying their tears As I fly by sky high haste in the fear Provide the vitamins right to your ear With a sidewinder style like a viper a real Electric energy I shine in the real Original lyricism never biting or steal Flows heavy like a menstrual cycle I write more rhymes than there's verses and fables Vile dialect, misled disciples Graffiti scraped on the side post Side note, write poems in the pitch black Psycho Vision limitless, switching into night mode Flipping into flight mode Hidden my time zone Sipping drinks, delivered the right nice cold Cold, cold Style egregious, creature of the night, harsh features, craft speeches, presidential when I speak at the peak is where my pen reached a leaflet with a leaflet, puffing on the beach with a bariqua. Keep cards in my sleeve, wear scars on the beat, rare stars like a no type, space odyssey, flow so tight, type of rhyme a commodity, uncommonly heard like hot burglars and properties. Prophecy be cryptic, not extinguished, writing over 15 years, still consistent, skills are exquisite, you crew not official, you click as all images like mood boards on Pinterest, I move on swiftly, switch flows like a split stream, meandering effortlessly, push the whip like it's Christine, cherry red pristine, beam Aurora bends from the 80s on the strip, clean, clean, It's going to be dry and sunny, and the same for tonight as well. So, that's your latest weather on Cam Glen Radio. Thank you very much for that, Graham. Yes, it's a bit cold today, isn't it? Yep, it is. It was actually this morning and yesterday. 
I know, yeah, it's funny you should mention that because yesterday when I went to go drive to, to my work, I actually yeah. had to scrape the car. Just like the Fine thing. enough, I seen my brother's car like that the other day ago and I thought, I'm sure that's a bit ice. So yeah, it was, it that. absolutely was. So we're going to go and listen now to, because you've got your show on a Saturday, Saturday night. Saturday, 7 till 9. 7 till 9. Graham does his GMS, GMS show. show. Classics from the dance world. Yeah. And of course, Caroline was talking about doing the classics from the 1990s, yep. which uh-huh. you did not very long ago, didn't yeah. you? So we're going to go and listen to this one. It's Oliver Tree and David Guetta, and here we go again. That was Oliver Tree with David Guetta. Here we go again. Joining me now in the studio is Gordon McHugh from Kilbride Hospice. Thank you so much for joining me. Tell me a little bit about Kilbride Hospice and, and how it's come into being, etc. Yeah, thanks very much, Kat. And uh, um, many thanks for the invite uh, uh, today. Um, it's been a while since I've been at Cam Glen, so it's great to be back uh, and seeing some of the the, the, the old faces. The old faces, I know. <laughs> I think everybody recognises Graham. Oh, def- <laughs> uh, definitely, definitely. Do you know, um, a lot of people don't know, but the Clyde Cobright Hospice has been in existence since 2001, uh, and it was created 
and kicked off by a former Ruglonian, believe it or not, uh, a man called Tony McGuinness. And he took that appeal forward from 2001 uh, and uh, to where we are now, uh, delivering um, specialist palliative care services from our building in East Kilbride. Um, That purpose-built building opened, we started building it in 2014, uh, and we moved in in the January two, two, 2015 and been delivering palliative care services from there mm-hmm. uh, uh, since then. So um, we're not just new. I know some people think we, we are the newest hospice in Scotland, uh, but we've been around for, uh, for mm-hmm. quite some time. So um, as I say, we deliver specialist palliative care services to people across South Lanarkshire. Um, so we have a 12-bed inpatient unit uh, within the hospice, uh, which is full all of the time. I can imagine. It must um, be, yeah. Uh, so, uh, and uh, again, um, the turnover is quite high at the moment. Uh, unfortunately, people have been uh, late diagnosis and these kind of type things. So the, the throughput's been um, been higher than what it's been in years before. Uh, and also seeing a lot of younger people now coming through um, the, the, the doors than ever before. Um, so we really are fully immersed in that specialist palliative care world, and it is genuinely from 18 years of age uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, through to, to, to any age, really. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do we do? We support people with a life-limiting progressive illness, uh, and we have, um, as I say, the 12-bed inpatient unit, but we also have a day service programme. So we have an outpatient programme, which is normally runs through a 12-week period, uh, and that is all about rehabilitation. It's all about strength-based conversations with patients who's been referred to that 12-week programme by the GP or the clinical nurse support, which is uh, through the community nursing team. Uh, and families can self-refer, but w- what we would do is do an assessment and these kind of type things before um, we proposed our uh, rehabilitation mm-hmm. services. So that is about, as I say, trying to find out what strengths people have, where the weaknesses they feel they are, and how we can look into those weaknesses to try and rehabilitate that um, simple task of of maybe um, walking a bit further than normal, um, maybe even self-making a cup of tea or these kind of type things. And also what it is about is, is people lose connectivity um, so what they used to do and happened in their lives before maybe doesn't happen anymore. Uh, and as you saw, uh, 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 they, they used to say that it takes a village to raise a child. Um, and I've always said that when uh, a neighbour has a, a, a child, we all flock around it and we all, great to see that. But, you know, when somebody gets to the end of life and starts becoming into a dying phase, friendships seem to disappear mm-hmm. and you disengage with a lot of the stuff that you did before. So is there a way we can re-engage people with maybe who they met up with before or they maybe attended some kind of community activity? Um, so we do that around that rehabilitation uh, uh, cycle uh, through that 12-week programme. We also have a home uh, service called Clan Compassion at Lanarkshire. And that, um, we work with another two hospices that, that cover Lanarkshire, Strathcairn and St Andrews out in Airdrie. Uh, and we look to focus 
uh, on, well, we certainly do uh, in the Rutherland, Camber Slang, East Kilbride and Hamilton Lark Hall areas. Uh, and we focus on that again by supporting vulnerable individuals who are isolated uh, and maybe don't have, uh, they're not in the day service programme, they're not at end of life at that stage, but maybe um, within the cycle of having a terminal illness. Uh, and that again is, is using a social prescribing model as we call it. Um, and social prescribing is that connection, connecting with social activity. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is the social, pre- that's your prescription is getting back out there and getting to do the things you did before. And again, it's all around strength based conversations. And um, it could be as simple as you've got a great, healthy, and happy year in, in, in Cam Glen uh, and doing many activities a, a, a across the community. We would be the connector to that for individuals who have maybe been distanced and looking to see well, what does. What is um, healthy and happy offer in Camus Lang at Ru- in Rutherland that um, these individuals could re-engage mm-hmm. with, you know? So that's we're making the prescription of of being connected again uh, uh, with the community. That also connectivity allows maybe carers to get a wee break and a a a, a, a kind of uh, time where respite. it's about them and and, and some rest. I mean, a lot of people consider respite as somebody coming out of the home and, and get... But the simple things about respite is even getting an hour to go shopping. Yeah, that's or, it. Time, or time g- off yeah, just to, yeah. for somebody else to take over and, and do the caring as opposed to the one person because you can't you can't keep drinking from the empty cup, as they say. That's very, very true. And, and, and for carers uh, in that situation, that we do have a carers programme as well. And that is about um, carers coming together and sharing their 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 their, their caring uh, circumstances and maybe learning from others and how they have done things, uh, and again uh, finding out what's out there for carers and what supports there for mm-hmm. carers. So carers play a, a a great part in that unpaid care uh, uh, schedule of um, uh, healthcare mm-hmm. uh, right across uh, Atlantshire and. Um, our world would be very different if we didn't have those committed carers uh, and supporting their loved ones uh, to remain at home. And so that clan project allows them some further support uh, whilst uh, 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 they're still at home. Can I ask just a little bit about, when you're talking about people, there's 12 beds, etc. what's it been like for yourselves as a charity to try and keep the, the staffing levels that you would require to support these people? Um, and those beds? Do you know, great question, Kat. And it's probably, um, I live my everyday life just now around recruitment and retention. Um, we are in a very difficult cycle of what has been a well-deserved NHS pay deal uh, that came from the Scottish Government. Uh, and nurses and healthcare support workers within the NHS have been given this wonderful 14% uplift over those uh, uh, two years. Unfortunately, the government didn't take into consideration hospices and these kind of type things. And uh, so the struggle of having no funding to support our staff salaries to, to get to uh, that level of the NHS pay deal is causing quite a, uh, a, an issue across Scotland. Uh, but as uh, Scotland's newest hospice uh, or youngest hospice, we don't have the level of reserves that others do. They've been in existence for a long, long time. It's also fortunate but unfortunate that um, a lot of legacies is fortunate for other hospices 
but we are delivering services in areas that are the highest levels of some poverty in Scotland. Mm -hmm. um, so to have a legacy world uh, is very different in Canvas Lang and in Rutherglen than where it is in maybe a more affluent in Edinburgh or, or, mm -hmm. or wherever it may be. So that has its challenges. Um, so right just now as Scottish hospices, we are uh, challenging the government on uh, relation to the, um, certainly for me personally, someone that is referred from University Hospital here, Myers, uh, and they're coming 30 yards across the car park, uh, and that nurse that's handing them over to us is getting paid 14% more than, than, than what nurse. our nurses are. So that, that, that's creating, uh, and, and although in hospices our staff are really committed, uh, and they're at the hospice for a reason, mm -hmm. and that reason is to give the best of end-of-life care to the patients and the families that, that we support. But, you know, they're in the same cost-of-living uh, uh, situation as, every, as everyone else. Um, the hospice is in a cost-of-living uh, 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 situation as everyone else. Our electricity bill nearly trebled um, uh, uh, at the very beginning of the Ukraine war when um, we had to get back into consultation about uh, our new... Um, a, a three-year deal in, in energy. It nearly trebled that day. Uh, managed to get it down uh, a, a, a little. So I'd went from a point of paying a £25,000 a year electricity bill to £75,000 a year. Yeah, which is ridiculous. And, and when you think about all of the machines and the equipment and things that a hospice would need, that's just... It's eye-watering, the, the sums that you're talking about. Yeah, definitely. I, mean, I think the media ran a, a piece yesterday on uh, people who are at end of life or terminal uh, in their own homes. And what they always talk about is the considerable amount of heat. You know, so the hospice runs at a constant temperature of 26 degrees. So that's boilers running and <laughs> in, 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 in these kind of tight things, underfloor heating radiators to keep it at that temperature for uh, 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 our patients. So it's not as if we can just switch off the heating. You know, even during the summer, mm -hmm. it, it still no, runs at 26 degrees. So we can't just flick a switch uh, uh, to save money. So uh, uh, I suppose uh, uh, the point I'm trying to make is that um, a lot of people think that the NHS pays the staff within hospices. And that is not the case. No. That's not the case. No. So the 14% the NHS got, we did not get that. We get 2%. And that kind of brings us on to the fundraising and the huge amount of work that, that Kilbride Hospice, not just Kilbride, but lots of yeah, other hospices, yeah. but in particular your own hospice has to do in, in order to keep funding, to fund your staff, to fund the programmes, to fund your outreach things. So what sort of fundraising activities are currently going on? Oh, considerable. <laughs> trying to double all the stuff that we used to have to try and uh, uh, bring in a, a larger amount of income. We, uh, if you look at it the, the, the way it works, so the hospice this year for 2023 uh, and 2024, uh, if I can meet the pay deal that's been given, it will cost us something in the region of £4.2 million to run the hospice for 23-24. Now, as I say, that percentage uplift of 2% uh -huh. uh, does not impact us in any way, shape or form. So 70% of that 4.2 million has got to be, uh, 4.2 million has got to be raised. Wow. Okay, through fundraising activities, 
through our retail uh, arm, through our local hospice lottery, and it's, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money to raise. So um, on the good, uh, happy side of things in the fundraising uh, uh, area, so um, Catherine Bray's, uh, the, the wonderful Andy Cameron, great comedian, oh. Andy runs a golf day, and he has done for the last... Uh, 21 years uh, for Colbride and he's at it again doing two this year so we're at Cathkin Bray's uh, um, uh, just up the road there uh, golf club uh, with an event in May and one in August uh, May one sold out uh, as, 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 it, as it usually does and a few teams left uh, uh, for the August one um, ladies lunch at the Double Tree Hilton in Glasgow uh, in June uh, and it's uh, just one for the girls uh, uh, to get out there and get the, the glad rags on on a Sunday afternoon. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, the, the entertainment that we have is just uh, uh, out of this world, you mm -hmm. know. Uh, we'll then have our autumn ball uh, and various sporting activities uh, throughout the year. But, you know, um, our biggest and largest income since COVID has been community fundraising. Our community has been absolutely magnificent. I just had a finance meeting before I've left the hospice there. And over the last three months, the community input has dropped considerably. That's dropped because of people mm -hmm. in a cost of living crisis who do not have that extra pound to give you now. So we really need to do something about that. The government really needs to do something about it. Uh, and if I can use Cam Glen Radio today to ask Scottish government, please revisit what's happening with Scottish hospices. Because if we are not here, you will have to pay 100% yeah. and not 30. That's just it. And of course, where are these people going to go in the interim while they have to organise something? That's another pressure on a, an already stretched NHS, etc. So I, I thank you so much for coming in to talk to me, Gordon. That's been incredible. I will need to have you back again to talk more about the, the work of the hospice. Um, but I get all my guests to pick a track and you've been no different. So you've gone for Louis Armstrong. And this is from on Her Majesty's Secret Service, I've just read. <laughs> we have all the time in the world. Nothing more, 
From High Cross Hill to Halfway and across the southeast of Glasgow. This is Cam Glen Radio 107.9 FM, your local station. Surprise, 
is an amazing medium. It can inspire, entertain, inform and connect people. This station, Cam Glen Radio, is run by a dedicated, passionate and committed team of volunteers and you can be one of those volunteers too. It doesn't matter if you're an experienced broadcaster or if you've never set foot in a studio in your life. We provide all the training and support that you need to do what you want to do and it's a great way of making new social connections, learning new skills, expanding on your CV and just having loads of fun. So to find out more about volunteering with Cam Glen Radio, just email volunteering at healthynhappy.org.uk. Yeah, you are listening to Cat Gibson right here on Cam Glen Radio. My thanks to Gordon McHugh who came in to talk to us all about the work of Kilbride Hospice. That was a huge figure. He, he sort of informed us about 4.2 million to keep the hospice going over the year, 70% of which has to be raised by the, cha- the hospice and the charity itself. That's a huge amount of money. Um, to support local residents and I think it's well worth us all trying to see what we can do to try and help and indeed put pressure on those in elected positions to see what they can do to try and help support protect the this the community and society at large that's enough for me going on anyway here we go churches this is over sometimes I just try Till the night turns off my mind I'm passing cars I'm crowded bars Never know until I go too far Confusing faith and fear Paint a smile from ear to ear Cause if I blink I start to think I 
Cam Glen Radio, community announcements. Okay, Vaslan has got looking for volunteers for their new home from hospital service. The service aims to help people being discharged from hospital who live alone and pick up medication and basic groceries in the immediate days after being discharged. To find out more, call 01698 300 390 or 07840-854-187. Burnhill's Action Group's wellbeing hubs have restarted on Thursday nights from 6 to 8 at the High Burks off Penman Avenue. Each week there's a different activity that'll take place. There's no need to book, just pop down. And Sustrin Scotland and Amy Consultant are holding drop-in events to tell people and hear about views of Westburn, Cambuslang and Carmyle about the works to upgrade the Carmyle viaduct into safe walking, wheeling and cycle routes. Events are in Cambuslang Institute on Tuesday the 25th of April, that was yesterday. Carmyle today between 1.15 and 6.30 at the Community Centre and Newton Farm Community Wing on Thursday the 27th of April between 1.15 and 6.30. That's all of your community announcements right here on Cam Glen Radio. Up next is Quiet Houses. This is Kiss and Run. You and I are sat there, poolside at night, ankle deep in swimming in the light. In the quiet blue, we're on the cusp, so could you stop pretending? You mm-hmm. 
You are listening to Cat Scream on Cam Glen Radio, 107.9 FM. Your voice, your music, your station. done two then from Edinburgh. First up was Quiet Houses, that's a folk indie group from Edinburgh and then that's Pinlight who's an alt-pop singing writing alias from Edinburgh of a hearing impaired musician called Jenny Laz and that is her track called Just Right. Wasn't that lovely? Really like the sound of that. I think that's a beautiful sound. Coming up next then we're heading off to the northeast, and it's 1975 with O'Caroline. You've been gone for weeks If I'm undecided You decide 
side for me Maybe I'll do anything that you wanna I'll try anything that you wanna I'll try one from 1975 there that was old caroline what we're going to be listening to next is the brand new song from skippinish now skippinish have created this song um, it's really to do with the change that's happening in the fishing industry and it's uh, a fisher an actual fisherman who's collaborated with skippinish themselves in relation to this and about the no fishing zones and the reduced catches and all this sort of things. And what they're talking about is basically that the, the highlands and islands and the coastline communities are going to see a new, um, like a, a new highland clearances. So this relates to the no fishing zones and it'll affect not just the fishermen, but of course the subsidiary in- industries. Here is...
Children, we will not let our 
there you go. That was Skippinish there with their song, The New Clearances, that relates to the no fishing zones that's going to affect lots of the coastal communities in and around Scotland. Now, today has been a little bit more political than I would normally have gone for at all, but it's just been the nature of the things that we've been talking about. We've been talking about women's aid and domestic abuse. We've been talking about hospice care that is apparently 70% funded by the actual hospice itself. And we're also looking at things to do with our, our climate. And while these are all very, very important, it, they're not necessarily what you would consider political issues. I think it's about social conscience and being more aware of what's happening in our country and in our environment. So let's get away from all of that. We'll go back to the music. This is this week's featured artist. It is the Bluebells, most famous, of course, for their huge hit, Young at Heart, during the, I can't remember, it was certainly sometime in the 1980s, wasn't it? They've got a brand new album out and they've got a new, this is their track from it. It's called The Boy Who Slipped Away. Cam Glenn Radio's featured artist. to the dirt 
there we go the bluebells there the boys who slipped away that is from their brand new album called the bluebells in the 21st century and if you remember them way back when with young at heart this is this week's featured artist right here on cam Glen radio now tomorrow night at oh i've forgotten the time we've got a new a new one called gig brother it's nicole and she has got her show tomorrow night i've forgotten the time i've just looked at it two seconds ago see this is what happens you get to a certain age and suddenly your brain just disappears and goes right out the window thursday six till seven there we are nicole hamill gig brother and she has picked this one it's the kidney flowers and laces Kidney flowers there with laces. If you like that, make sure you're listening to a new show here at Cam Glen Radio with Nicole Hamill. Thursdays between 6 and 7. It's called The Gig Brother. We've got another new show that's coming on at 3 o'clock. It is halfway to Borough with Crawford. He's going to be talking to you all about a local history thing. Coming up next, we've got the info station. They're getting ready next door, waiting for me to shut up so that they can come through. At 2 o'clock, we've got the amazing Amy going to be doing her family radio show. And at 6 o'clock, we've got Blues Past and Present presented by the amazing Susan Lyons. At 7 o'clock tonight, we've got Jamie Heaney and he always has great guests and chat on the show. And at 10 o'clock, you've got the old chart show with Jim Corbett and he's going to be looking at some of the previous number one charts that would have been in... in some of the hits that would have been in the charts so I'll be finishing up and before I do that I'm off to the concert hall tonight to go and watch a real life romance Kai Whittington and Nadia of Strictly Come Dancing are going to do Once Upon a a Romance and they have got this track which is on their trailer not me, they've picked it, it's Lady Gaga Bad Romance 
Focus show. Canvas Lang and Brother Gwen in the spotlight. Rising tides, tears you cry. 